Hey guys, so this week on the podcast, we have uh, Kelly Alcott. So, <clears throat> Kelly owns uh, CrossFit J19 in, um, oh shit, it's around Birmingham, Alabama. He's going to kill me for messing this up, but hey dude, it's like 10 p.m. I just got home from Mayhem on the Mountain. It's been a long weekend, so. But yeah, we had him on. Um, cool guy, of course, uh. He owns a box um, there, like I said, in Birmingham, uh, CrossFit J19. Um, he also, I thought was really interesting, he has a touring comp, right? So, like, you see a lot of comps that are, you know, just, you know, maybe in your city or you go to this specific comp, but this comp runs like, kind of like a season. So, you know, like, um, uh, it's called Battle of the Ages. And the concept behind it is it's a four-person team. Each person on the team is from a different generation. So you can't have two 20-year-olds. You can have a teen, a 20, a 30, and a 40. Or however you want to mix it up. So it's pretty cool. It's a neat concept. The other part that makes it neat is each year it goes to different cities. So... Um, Battle of the Ages 1 was in Birmingham, Alabama, Panama City, Chicago, Illinois, goes to Colorado. You see how it works. So he takes the show on the road. Very cool concept. Um, we get to talk about that a little bit um, on the podcast. Um, yeah, so they have some dates coming up, and we talk about that too. So uh, for us this weekend, like I said, we just got back from mayhem on the mountain uh had a good time it was man it was hot um uh got some got some rain <laughs> uh yeah just trying to pack everything up and yeah about six or seven minutes too short but anyway it happens um but I had a good time um it's a two-day comp it's all outdoors it's in a park they bring in a, a right fitness, brought in a rig, um, and all the equipment for um, the workouts. Uh, they had a swim portion, which was in the lake that was right beside it. So it was really cool. Uh, it's a big, it's a big do. So like uh, on Saturday, they did uh, scaled masters and RX individual, and then on Sunday, it was all teams. So the first half of the day was scaled teams and the second half of the day was rx teams and there's some really good athletes all the way around both days um i got to meet some really cool people and uh, i had a good time so anyway that's it for us this week um hope you enjoy the podcast um if you have not as of yet please click the subscribe button this way, you don't have to go and hit the download button every week. It will automatically download to your phone or your iPad or whatever you use to listen to your podcast. It just makes it easier on you, and it's better for us. Um, the more people that download or the more people that subscribe, it just cre increases our ratings on iTunes. Same thing with Stitcher. Um, make sure you click the subscribe button so... It gets delivered every week. 
Also, if you would, I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes, leave us a review, five-star review, and a comment. I really would appreciate it. Um, you never know. I might send you some free shit if you do that. Just saying. Anyway, enjoy the podcast. This is the Barbell Voodoo Podcast with your hosts, Roy Mangrum and Jamie Free. Here this week on the podcast, we got Kelly Alcott. He's the owner of CrossFit J19 in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, and the mastermind behind Battle of the Ages. So, hey, Kelly, thanks for taking some time to jump on the podcast with us today. Absolutely, I'm a. I'm kind of a, the the event has been like a whirlwind. We. Um, you know, I accidentally ended up on a team with a teen, a 20, a 30, a 40, and me. And it dawned on me during that event that it would be fun to do it again with every all the other teams because I was walking around telling people that, you know, I was the 40-year-old and I had a teen 20, 30 because I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And so uh decided to throw a competition at, uh, at J19 last year in October. So it hadn't been a year yet, and we ended up with 160 athletes in my box, which was crazy. It was, and That's plus huge. it was our first. I know it was our first event, and you learn a lot with that many people. And the, the thing was, is the spectators that come out because you have all the youth and older athletes competing together. Mm-hmm. So it brings a lot of people to watch. Um. But uh, that that was you know the feedback was was really awesome and I have a previous life in putting on a uh, another traveling event that was in a different industry so as I looked at it I was like wow that was really fun and I really want to do it again so kind of pulling from some previous experience again with my with some marketing uh, I have a previous life in the internet marketing business. And decided that uh, I would focus on some cities that were closer by and uh, had a guy that was dropping in at J19 frequently from Charlotte. So I immediately reached out to him and, you know, explained it to him and asked him if they wanted to do it. And they agreed to do it. So we drove over and met with him, looked at their gym. The gym was awesome. And we did it again in April uh, in Charlotte and had 200 athletes. Uh, but it was a lot more organized there. The the rig structure and whatnot made it to where we could handle more athletes. So right. that was obviously a, a huge hit for us. Um, and, you know, pursued another spot down in Panama City. The event was a little bit smaller uh, in the middle of the summer. So we're, you know, we're kind of thinking that that had some, you know, some effect on it. Um but, you know, even with a small event, even with, you know, we had 10 teams, and it was a much more intimate, smaller, much smaller box. But everybody still had a blast. I mean, oh, all, yeah, that's, the, well, all that's, the reviews and whatnot. That's where I had first uh, met you was there. We just happened to 
um, we had been in New Orleans and we were planning on heading um, over to Panama City and just so worked out, you know, I saw that the comp was that um, that same weekend we were going to be arriving. So that's when I sent you a message so that we would drop in there. And, you know, it's, 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 it's cool. Um, you know, again, like the concept of, of one person on the team being from each generation, number one, that's cool. But two, the fact that it's not like, um, or it's not that it's not like, but how you're taking it on the road. So, you know, it's not like, you know, somebody in Colorado hears about it or Chicago hears about it. They're like, man, that would be cool, but, you know, I can't really get away for three, four days to go to, you know, Birmingham to do this. You actually bring it to the city. Exactly. So how many um, are you how many are you doing this year as far as traveling around? So on the schedule we we're going to Denver next Saturday. Um, we're really excited about that. We actually have almost 100 athletes out there, so that's, that's going to be a fun time. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to Chicago in September, um, which has been on the books for a while, and it's also uh, bumping about 100 athletes. We're actually expecting that one to, to grow more. And then we're going to come back to Birmingham, and we're going to do – actually, it will be BOA 2. So the programming is different. Uh, than BOA 1. All the BOA 1s are all the same programming, so everybody's doing the same workout. And then we're going to go one more time. This is kind of weird, but in November, we're actually going to do another BOA 1 in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. So oh, okay, cool. that, should be a, that should be an adventure. I mean, we, that one could be <laughs> in the snow, possibly. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh that one's actually doing pretty good. I mean, we we we've got about 40 athletes already up there. So, you know, it's it's going to be a big time. So, when you I know you, you know you kind of touched on it how your background kind of made that click in your head of hey, it would be kind of cool to tour this around. Logistically, is it pretty easy? Or is it tough, or or do you have to visit the box or get a list of, hey, what do you have? And, you know, just kind of wondering, like, logistically, if you're hosting one at your own own box, it's pretty easy. You know kind of what you can get away with. Um, That's one of the things when we were in Panama City and it being a smaller box. Yeah. How you made everything flow and ran like clockwork. Well, Gary Weber's owns uh, a business called One More Athletics, mm-hmm. and they're based out of Florida, Panama City. That that Panama City venue was actually at Gary's Fox, but he also has a small equipment manufacturing business. Uh, they've got bumper plates and bars and uh, racks and all kinds of things, and I met him at a previous event it was a fundraiser for another coach at my gym and he has the ability to travel with equipment and help us out with the equipment although that has evolved that that has evolved Uh, you know going four to eight hours is one thing but going Mm -hmm. all the way out to denver is a whole nother thing so yeah the host box in denver is uh it's Fit Park Meadows, but a gentleman named Nathan Lemon actually owns 
four boxes out there, and we're going to actually use their equipment on that venue. Okay. And then the same in Chicago and uh, in Cape Cod. But it's really, you know, it's really right now it's just bars and bumper plates. Right. So when we, for instance, in Charlotte, we had heats of 10, and we had 600 pounds of bumpers at each station plus some extra steel. So in bumpers, you're just you're talking 6,000 pounds right there. So it's a fair, yeah. fair amount of stuff to move around. It is. That's really cool. So looking toward next year, is it the same? Are you planning on the same cities? You mixing it up some? What are your thoughts? Well, the plan the plan for next year is to be a little bit more strategic in terms of the time of year we do it. We like to do more closer together and mm-hmm. less in the summer uh, and probably the winter, especially during, you know, once they open, you kind of, once the open's going on, you really can't do anything. You have a no. you have a window of opportunity between the open and regionals, and then you're into summer. Uh, we probably will shoot to do something again in Denver in the summertime, just because it's so nice out there. Right. Uh, I would love to get into Houston, Texas, San Francisco, and Southern California. I just haven't found the right opportunity yet. All right. That's really cool. That's that's cool. So. Before we started recording, um, you know, I asked you what you were doing. You said you were sitting there in your office uh, at the box, but you had said that uh, you haven't. Now you have two boxes. Are are both of them in Birmingham? Yeah, where they where's the second location? No, the the second location is in Jasper, Alabama, which is about forty five miles, almost directly north. There's Mm -hmm. a uh, there's a lake up there. Uh, it's a lot of people have property from the Birmingham area, um, but it's it's a neat spot. It's it's actually a ten thousand square foot building. Dang. Um, it's been around for three three and a half years, and they got a great great community. Uh, the the previous owner is still it's a female still going to be involved with the box, but she's. She's got five kids and uh, a new marriage and has decided that uh, it's better for her and, and for me to, to take over responsibilities and own the place. So, Okay, cool. I, I, worked, I worked with them as a consultant this year for several months. I've, I've spent some pretty good amount of time kind of getting to know everybody and doing the due diligence in order to try to pull something off like this. Yeah. It's, a, it's a pretty exciting time. So have you officially taken over, or is that still yet to happen? Yeah, I have, a, I've, I have officially taken over uh, as of August 1st. Um, we're still in transition uh, in a lot of areas, so it's, you know, we're working closely together just to try to make it as seamless as possible. I, I don't want to, you know, people are resistant to change a lot of times, so we want to keep it. Right. Uh, as comfortable for all the membership as possible. But most of most everything that I'm doing, right off the bat, I mean, we, we came in, I had a huge community gym cleanup. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took all the mats out and pressure washed everything, put everything back in, and the membership was super happy with, you know, with that. And then I'm, I'm, I'm big on putting lipstick on the pig and uh, painting <laughs> everything and just – 
trying to make it look pretty. I like for people to walk into my boxes and just feel inspired because they're walking into the room. That's that's my goal anyway. Yeah, I think too that you know with me traveling around too, you go in some places and you know if it's just not taken care of, it changes the mood. You know, they're like, eh. yeah. If if the if the staff and the owners aren't excited about the place, I'm going to be excited about my workout. You know, mm-hmm. unless you're just a super motivated individual, not everybody's always super motivated. We have good days and bad days. But um, what was I? Very true. I had a, I had a question I was about to ask you. Oh, so with <clears throat> you know running one gym, I would assume is enough of a full time job, especially if you do some coaching and all that kind of stuff too. So what are you seeing as like some of the potential roadblocks or challenges ahead managing a place that's, you know, what, 45 minutes an hour up the road? Right. You know, you, are you, you're not well, actually going to have, you know, boots on the ground there. At least you're not your own, I would assume. Right. Well, the way that that I'm set up right now is we've over the last couple of years at J19 we've been developing our coaching staff and it's it's pretty well filled out from top to bottom. I coach here and there, but I you know most of my time at, at J19 is morning introductory, which is early in the morning, and I do that twice a week. And there's some times in between because we we aren't we're not always running intro. And in Jasper, what I'm doing is I go there on a Tuesday afternoon, typically, and Mm -hmm. I actually do coach. I do coach right now. Their last, they have three classes in the afternoon. And then I'll go back up there again on Tuesday morning and actually catch the morning people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my, my thing is, is to develop a relationship with all of my clients so I can talk to them about where they're at and, you know, where they want to be. And, you know, cause there's always, what I've learned in this business is there's, there's it's, fitness is, uh, is like a roller coaster ride for most people. And there's all kinds of hurdles and obstacles that'll throw people off track. Yeah. And they just need someone there a lot of times just to reach out to them and say, got to keep this on track. You know, mm-hmm. if, the, if hell's freezing over, you still got to work out. And that's kind of, that's kind of the way I treat it. I mean, if, if, that's, if you want to be fit, if you want to be fit, then you have to make sacrifices regardless of whether your dog died or whether you, you know, it, it's, it's just got to be like that. And, and I, and I, I, for some reason, uh, God has just given me this desire to, uh, to really, really help people with that. Um, well, you know, and, You'll hear a lot of people, it's it's always a time issue. That's one of the things I hear a lot. I just, I don't have time. I don't have time. But, you know, if we were talking about, you know, hey, did you see The Bachelor last night? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Well, then you had an hour, you know? Oh, yeah. You, you can make the time. You just, it's it's all about what is priority. You have to make it a priority. You have to set an appointment you know, appointment with yourself that, hey, I owe this to myself. I owe myself an hour, 45 minutes, whatever it is, whatever you can fit in, you know, 
Get it in. Get it in where you can fit it in. Yeah, you want to feel good and you want to function good and you want, you know, all of those things. You need that to be productive with the other time that you have. It's 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 very easy to see, especially for somebody that's like me that's in the fitness business. Uh, you know, but the reality of it is is not many of us are truly wired that well in that area. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. Especially, I don't know. Especially in our society today, I see a lot more. You know, it's just kind of lax in that area. I'm former Marine too, so I'm kind of weird in that area. Um, you know, I'm, it, it just it's ingrained in some of our heads that. Well, it's not even necessarily ingrained. It's the enjoyment that I get out of it. Yeah, you know, I I actually like it. So. Well, there's there's nothing better than feeling strong. Like strength is my deal, right? That's that's kind of my my favorite. But you know, to me, it would be like if I went to grab, you know, and I ever like literally, I do this sometimes. If if I'm in the box and I see somebody deadlifting three fifteen, three sixty five, I'll grab it cold. If I struggle, then I'm behind. You know what I mean? So it's that whole thing of, you know, feeling confident. I can take care of myself. You know, I'm still strong. Or or the opposite of that being like, hey, I'm not going to die walking up a set of stairs. You know. But yeah, there there is that thing where in this this uh, in society now, man, where man, I see it when I'm around schools. I'm like, dude, you kids. They're wasting. They're wasting some time right here. You recuperate in minutes now. You should be doing something besides the PlayStation or, which hey, I mean, if you want to do that too, that's fine. But let's let's do something active. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that the sport of CrossFit will continue to be the revolution that it is. I mean, it it to me, it truly is. I mean, it, it's a movement. It's it, you know, it, there's a. There is a fitness movement that's going on out there. And it is changing. With the teens that are competing and stuff like that, I mean, it, I think that it's got to penetrate somewhere. I, I hope it does. Um, I, I think it, it is, and, you know, I, it definitely is because, you know, you can just look at um, the whole fact that there is a teens division when there was not. So I think that says one thing that, you know, they kind of got their finger on the pulse and seeing those things. But, you know, when you're, you're, you probably see it yourself in your box where you're, you know, your clientele is younger. You're getting young kids in, especially during the summer and they kind of get hooked where, you know, a lot of the time they may be coming in like kind of like a sports specific Hey, I'm trying to get in shape for football, and next thing you know, they're chasing a muscle up. Well, it's got nothing to do with football, but you're 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 digging into the sport of fitness itself, and not and not being so sports specific. Your overall fitness is changing. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, I've got. Uh, we don't have a lot of teenagers. We do have one that was uh, was on my original Battle of the Ages team, and he's. 
it's been super fun to watch this kid. I mean, you know, J19 started in the driveway at my house and he uh he was my neighbor. So I've known oh, yeah? him now. I mean, he's seven though he's 18. So that was over 5 years ago. I guess so he's about 13 then. And when we moved the gym out, I would uh I would notice that he would be over in his driveway doing double unders and pulling us. He had a little sled and I gave him a tire. And yeah. he's evolved all the way from that now to one of our, literally one of the best coaches in my gym. He's only 18. This kid, kind of a closed shop, you know, one of these one of these kids that you would think that, you know, you're like, I don't know if he's going to be able to coach. He's just kind of, you know, trying to let, man, you talk about a kid that, that's excited and just loves the barbell and is able to engage people that are in their 40s. It's, it's really, that's truly awesome. remarkable. I, mean, I have other coaches that are much more, uh, you know, that are much older and experienced, and, and they don't engage quite as well as he does. I hope they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll edit that part out. <laughs> so when you're talking, so one thing I I love um, love to dig in, and we've we've poked at it a couple times, but the the business of fitness, right? So you know, with us, we have apparel company and. You know, the whole reason we got started was because I thought the T-shirt business, what I was seeing in, in just apparel was junky. And I was like, well, I'm going to make something cool that I like for me. And, you know, a few other people liked it. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm on to something. So like with you, you started in your garage, right, CrossFit J19. Was it mm-hmm. just fitness in your garage? You probably didn't affiliate right off the bat, I would assume. Uh, we were heading in the direction of affiliation as we were kind of, I mean, I, my garage resides in the same town that I went to high school in. So I've got right. old football friends and guys that I could call and make fun of them because I didn't think they could finish the workout and stuff like that. And they come mm-hmm. over and most of them are gone, but there's a few of them that are still around. Um it, you find out who your friends are in the in the fit. <laughs> when, yeah. you, when you're in the CrossFit business, you're in the uh, you're the you're the administer of pain sometimes. So people <laughs> people want yeah. to keep their distance. It's it's pretty funny. But no, we um, I actually wanted to lease a space right off the bat. My my wife really helped me make one of the better decisions I've ever made, and said, no, you know, we can we just do this in the in the driveway, but yeah, to answer your question, you know, we, we were more of a, of a boot camp, um, is what our kind of our vision was. My wife and I had decided to get our, we'd just gotten our personal training certifications. Um, mm-hmm. I had a software company at the time, an internet marketing software company, and was just, we had made a transition moving back from Atlanta to Birmingham. Um, I grew up in Birmingham. We moved away and moved back. And, uh, I was just looking for something more, and she was teaching body pump the uh, weightlifting class at Gold's yep. Gym and loved it. And um, I was doing her class, and so I was kind of, you know, getting back into fitness a little bit more hardcore. And, um, you know, we uh, went and passed out a bunch of flyers, and we had one guy that responded, and it was a neighbor down the street, and he wanted to work out at 530 in the morning. So J19 was born in the driveway at 530 a.m. with one other dude. That's and, awesome. Uh, <laughs> and it's uh, you know, that's kind of grown from there. So what is that 
I always ask every time I speak to somebody that's a box owner, I always ask this question. So you're you start with one, you know, news travels, two, three, whatever the case is. When do you sit down and go, All right, the garage ain't this damn big. It's time to figure this out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's time to Yeah. Jump in the fire and get a building, add more equipment. Well, I told decision? my wife when we were in the garage, we were we we had a few people respond pretty quick. You know, we we had four or five kind of kindled up when I, I was my cousin and I were doing CrossFit at Gold's Gym still, mm-hmm. and I had another guy and and we uh, we were working out together and I had found CrossFit on dot com is what it was. I was right. Like, hey, I gotta check this out. So we we're, we're running through Gold's Gym, you know. Everybody staring at you. Kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, so I, I uh, my daughter's asking me to answer her question. Oh, I'm good. sorry. You're good. I'll be back in like an hour and a half. Sorry about that. I have three teenage oh, you're daughters, so. You're fine. Um, so, um So we're doing CrossFit in Gold's Gym, and then we transitioned to starting to put a little bit of equipment in the garage, and we got some flooring and a barbell and, you know, miscellaneous stuff. And I told my wife, and we both agreed, that once we had a workout where we just absolutely couldn't all do it at the same time, that we would start looking for commercial space. And so I looked – I literally looked at every building in Hoover and Vestavia that had the potential for a CrossFit gym that was – pretty hard to find somewhere right um and i actually had i think i had about four leases before i actually committed and signed the first lease um you know it really worked out good we're in the same building uh the suite that we leased uh was a so it's an industrial space and it has two front doors, and there used to be part of a demising wall in between, but at the back of it, part of the wall had been removed. Okay. And so I was able to lease the one side but still have access to an additional space towards the back of it. But the space was super raw. I mean, it was it was rough. I pulled like – I bet I pulled 1,500 nails out of a block wall uh, by hand. Wow. Wow. Um, and now we, we've taken on both suites, plus uh, two months ago, we leased another 2,500 feet. So we got 7,500 feet now. Oh, wow, that's huge. And, uh, that's big. Yeah, yeah. So we're uh, what we're trying to do right now is we're trying to poise ourselves for the first of the year. Um, I've learned that you can't prepare for the peak season during the peak season. So we're, no, we're hoping to really hammer it this year in the beginning of the year and get as many new members as possible haven't really had a focus like that though that that's not been our goal has never been to bring in mass quantities we've wanted to always have a steady flow to where we can you know really invest in our members as they come along but Mm -hmm. we're equipped at this point to take on a much larger group um we actually we bring people through a month-long introductory course and I, i teach 
I still teach that morning class and I'm involved in the other. So it's a really, really effective on-ramp for people. We spend, you know, a whole month figuring out how they move and how to best transition them into a form of CrossFit that they're going to be able to do and feel successful with. You know, that's, that's a huge, huge thing we've learned. You know, we, we didn't know how to do that. That's one of the most important parts when I speak to people, they, you know, they talk about how the retention rate of members changed once they implemented uh, introductory or essentials or what have you, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> but just that the community within that class builds first, then they have their, yep. you know, they have their buddy that they can meet up and go to class with, and then they kind of slowly start integrating into the bigger community where instead, you know, you come in, you're off the street, you don't know what you're doing, all these other people are awesome athletes, you feel like an idiot, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's one of the oh, biggest totally. things that, yeah, that really helps. Um, helps so you got to you gotta get them in, you got to get them in the door, and then you got to keep them in the door long enough to where they can feel comfortable. It's, it's a lot like joining a church. You know, the first time you go yeah. to a church, you're like, oh, man, what's going on in here these people are doing weird things you know um and you get used to it. <laughs> yeah 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 then you get you get used to it and then you know you certainly don't want to go and try to find a new one because you got your friends there and yeah you know what to do and where to go and to put the where to put the bands back and you know not to drop the empty bar again uh you know it's... <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> It's so funny when somebody does that. <laughs> everybody turns like, around. <laughs> everybody looks at him, and I have to walk over there and say, "Hey, don't drop the empty bar. It's not good for it." Don't drop the empty bar. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. tell us the dates you got coming up for the uh, Battle of the Ages. Um, let's see, Birmingham. It's you know, so wait, man. So, yeah, t- you go you, you know better than order. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Chronologically, August the 13th, we're in Denver, so right around the corner. And then September the 10th, we're in Chicago, so kind of right around the corner, too. And October the 15th, we're back here in Birmingham. And then November the 5th, we are going to Cape Cod, Massachusetts. And then we're going to take a break until. Sometime in 2017, I'm, I'm talking with a new host in Atlanta. Um, I toured a bunch of boxes in Atlanta. I went to probably 100 boxes promoting the event, and it was very educational. A lot of awesome boxes in Atlanta, Georgia, or even the outer line areas. But uh, it looks like Venture CrossFit um, is a real good potential, and it's just an awesome gym inside the perimeter. Uh, and can accommodate a huge, huge number. I mean, our last Atlanta event was less than what we had hoped for, but mm-hmm. we have not given up on the great city of Atlanta. I think that it's, uh, you know, we did it in July, and again, that's that summertime thing, so we're talking about the possibility of April. And then definitely Charlotte again. Um, you know, I, I, Colorado is the most favorite place in the world to me, so it doesn't take much to get me out there. It's been a real, it's it's been a real pleasure dealing with Nathan Lemon, the guy that owns the 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 host gym out there. He's 
super smart guy. I'm really looking forward to spending a little time with him. So yeah, I mean, it's been a it's been a lot of fun to take this thing on the road and see all the different athletes and get to know the other athletes and meet people like you and other vendors and you know, it's uh we've had three uh of the teen CrossFit games athletes as Battle of the Ages competitors. That's been pretty neat. And hoping I'm hoping that some of these other high level athletes will jump on a team and, and come out and do something. We're a you know, that would be neat. Um, yeah. And we're also talking about the implementation of an online qualifier, much like the Granite Game and so the, some of the other games out there. So it makes it more accommodating for the masses to form teams cool. because ultimately our goal is to spread unity amongst our generations. That's that's really what's brewing inside of me. Right. Um, I think that's what our country needs a lot more of. And so it's, it's got me. It's got me fired up. I mean, the 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 spirit of the day and the camaraderie of it and the smiles on people's faces. Uh, it just you know gets you going. It makes you want to do it. So. Well, cool, man. Um, so if people want to sign up, best way to find out. Best way is just go to battleoftheages.com. Easy enough. Battle of the ages. All right, Easy cool, man. Stuff, yeah. Well, thanks for jumping on. We will uh, see you in Birmingham. All right, brother. We'll see you then. Thanks. All right, see you.